0: From the cast on stage and crews behind the curtain to community partners supporting efforts to bring professional Broadway performances to West Michigan. Plus, all things in between. This is BGR's Backstage Buzz. I'm your host, Jennifer Pasqua, Marketing Director at Broadway Grand Rapids. It's another month and another show. This one, a reschedule from last season. We're talking about Come From Away, making its way to the DeVos Performance Hall stage November 8th through the 13th. This New York Times Critics pick takes you into the heart of the remarkable true story of 7,000 stranded passengers in the small town in Newfoundland that welcomed them. Cultures clashed and nerves ran high, but an easiness turned into trust. Music soared into the night and gratitude grew into enduring friendships. Our first guest is part of this dynamic cast with ties to Michigan. Fire Hawkins is in a standby role for a handful of characters in this musical. Fire's theater credits include Once on This Island, The Book of Mormon, Hair, The Color Purple, Rent, and Avenue Q. Fire, thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure.
0: Share your connection to The Mitten.
1: Well, I was born and raised here in Michigan. Well, there in Michigan. I'm in Canada right now. <laughs> um, went to college there um, at MSU. Um, so, yeah, my ties are strong in Michigan, Flint, Michigan. We love that. So how did
0: it all start out, your love for Broadway?
1: Oh my goodness, Um, so I wasn't your typical theater kid. I did not really get into theater until I went to college. I was actually an accounting major at the time and one of my best friends was a theater major and she kind of introduced me to the art and I was just doing a lot of art at school and in my extracurricular, for my extracurricular activities. And so that's how I got into it. And I just made the decision after I graduated to move to New York and pursue my theater career. And, you know, it just took off after that.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously it worked for you. For those who don't know Fire, what is the role of a standby? I mean, obviously it's key to every performance.
1: Oh, oh, absolutely. Um, So standbys, and, and, and sometimes, you know, there are understudies and swings. And what we do is we um, cover mainly, you know, if an onstage principal performer has like a vacation or um, they have personal days or say they get sick, you know, we are always at the ready to go on for them. In case something happens, okay, um, prime example yeah, prime example, uh one of our castmates got sick in the middle of the show, not uh just a couple of th- days ago, and so her standby you know, had to hurry up and get dressed and get on stage because the show must go on,
0: yes, <laughs> so, so this has got to be this got this has got to be challenging because you are a standby for five of the roles I see here for Come from Away."
1: Oh my goodness.
0: It's the most challenging thing I've ever
1: done. And I've been a swing before, um, but with this show, there's so many, everyone's a principal in this show. So everyone has a major role. Mm -hmm. Everyone on that stage has a major role. There are many different accents that they do. Um, You know, as you know, that, you know, people came from all over. So we have the uh, characters in our show, or the people that we portray, some of them are from Texas, you know, some of them are from England. Um, and then you have the Gander accent. So you then you have that on top of learning all of the lines. And when you really put it all together, I cover five, five of the female, five out of six of the female roles. Wow, that's incredible. And so that's like
0: learning have to have yeah. To I was just <laughs> going to say, it's like, you've got to learn all the lines, basically. Well, you know, this, Absolutely. this show is based on a true story, as we mentioned. So what has it meant for you to be part of it and in turn watching the audience's reaction?
1: You know, it's a big deal because, you know, I when I moved to New York, I moved to New York in 2000. So I was there during 9-11. And to be a part of a production that tells a story of a community coming together in spite of you know all of the chaos that was happening and all of the hate and all of the uh, is all of the things that were going on during that time it just brings me joy to bring this type of production to to the masses um It means a lot. It means a lot to the people of Newfoundland. It means a lot to the people who were affected and the people who were diverted to that um, to Gander and the people who stayed there. So. It just it's just very fulfilling. It's one of the most fulfilling shows that I've done in my career.
0: Now it's time for our BGR's lightning round. So you're going to hear me prompt you with a word or two or even maybe a short question. And the first thing that comes to your mind, you'll respond. Front row seats or balcony view? I personally like the balcony view. Ah, okay. Singer or dancer? I'm definitely a singer. Last music you listen to?
1: Oh, my God. The last music I listen to?
0: Probably come from away.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because i'm still learning my life <laughs> there you go first broadway show you ever
0: saw oh my god i want to say it was rocky horror picture show really that's interesting <laughs> yes. okay okay the thing you're most looking forward to when you are coming back to michigan See my family you bet all right yeah. musical you'll see over and over again Oh, hair! Musical cast you wish you could be a part of?
1: Oh my gosh!
0: This one? <laughs> Did I stop <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you mean this one? Come from Away? Yeah. Okay. Well, then your your wish is true. Here we go. Uh, pre show ritual. Pre show ritual. Uh oh.
1: Steaming. Steaming. Okay. Vocal steaming.
0: Gotcha. And then favorite song in Come From Away.
1: Oh, man. I want to say it's prayer.
0: Mm, Beautiful, beautiful song. And Fire Hawkins, we thank you again for your time. And we are looking forward to welcoming you home when you're here in Michigan. Thank you so much. This was so fun. (laughs) And we'll be right back.
3: Howdy, partner. Y'all ready to saddle up for a trip? I can't say no much about the West Coast, and I would never been to Florida. But if you're asking me the best darn destination in these here 50 states, shoot, I'd say it's Texas. You Yankees up there in West Michigan can get here quicker than a rattlesnake strike when you fly nonstop to Dallas, Austin, or Houston from Gerald R. Ford International Airport. Giddy up at flyford.org.
0: So I want to read a portion of an email we received that leads to our next interview. The email said, "My name is Sudi and I want to let you know we are planning to come and see come from away in November. But I also want to let you know that my husband Tom was on one of those flights that got diverted to Canada. He was in Canada for 4 days and he was staying on the plane that went to a church retreat campsite." So This is part of the email that we got. We were able to meet Sudi's husband, Tom, and we did a Facebook Live on our Broadway Grand Rapids page where Tom shared his story. And we now have Tom joining us on our podcast to give him a little time to share what he wasn't able to share. And Tom, you were traveling from Paris, right?
2: That's correct. Yes, I was on my way from Paris back home uh, at that time uh, to Philadelphia.
0: Yeah. And you are from Midland, Michigan. Correct. When you arrived in Gander, which at the time was about 6,000 to about 6,500 people, something to note, roughly the same amount of people on the planes doubled when you arrived. But they welcomed you with open arms, provided you with what you needed in terms of shelter and food, right?
2: They really looked at this as a gift. You know, here's our way to change the world. Here's our way to show that we care about what's going on uh, in, in America at the time. And uh, they were a tremendous asset. They were uh, the way they took care of us, uh, the way the community came uh, together. Uh, it's it just an amazing, amazing story. And the, uh, the show really p- brings that to life uh, about how uh, uh, th- these groups of folks brought together by circumstances outside of their control, Uh, how they adapted, how they adjusted, how they came together as one community and uh, just a a real moving um, play. And I'm really looking forward to seeing it live for the first time in, in November.
0: Yeah. Well, your wife, your wife actually mentioned a moment where you experienced something really special with a group of students in a cafe. Would you mind sharing that?
2: Sure. No, happy to. So on our flight, we were with a group of, uh, students who went to a charter school outside of Philadelphia and they were on a uh, trip to, uh, to France, uh, where they were doing like a culture exchange program. Uh, they also brought their instruments uh, with them and, uh, they wore their uniform, which was, you know, a suit and tie and jacket. And, uh, So they were with us at this boys and girls camp outside of Gambo, uh, Newfoundland. And, you know, we only had the clothes on our backs uh, when we were on the plane and we departed. uh, We can only take what we had within the um, uh, as carry on. So if you had luggage and you had other clothes that wasn't available to us and it wasn't available to them uh, as well. Yet this group of boys for the six days that we were there at the camp, they wore their ties, jackets, you know, every day. And, and, you know, they they were an inspiration from a standpoint of, you know, hey, we're not going to let what's going on impact how we handle the world, how we are seen. And we're not gonna let it impact how we dress and how we respond to this. And one night after dinner, we had a patriotic sing-along. They played their instruments, all the passengers uh, got together and and sang uh, and really kinda brought us together and it allowed us to share what we were all feeling. And uh, it's something I'll, I'll never forget. Uh, you know, these kids were really an inspiration. Uh, the way they led uh, and the way they cared for others was, was just amazing.
0: Tom, thank you so much for sharing your, your memories of that moment in time. We really appreciate it. And we're so glad that you'll be out at DeVos Performance Hall with us as we enjoy this show.
2: Thank you. Uh, thanks for the opportunity. And I hope everyone comes out to see the show and enjoys it as much as I'm looking forward to seeing it as well.
0: All right. Take care, Tom. Thank thanks. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And now to our podcast partners.
3: The unapproachable. I got
0: a big mouth and I talk a lot.
3: The uncomfortable.
0: I do a lot of stuff naked.
3: The unavoidable conversations you didn't know you could have. It's
1: awful. Two
3: friends together too many years. Oh. Asking too many dumb questions This is
1: dark stuff
3: Revealing people for who they really are I've been living with an ugly body for most of my life It's the commentary you didn't ask for, but a podcast you might need That question sucks Absolute BS with
4: Brad and Steve
2: I'm in for a dumb journey
4: Look for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever else you find your shows
0: So with every show, we work towards building community relationships by connecting with organizations with goals and missions related to the show's theme and message. So we reached out to the Red Cross of West Michigan. And here with us right now, Executive Director Breeze Edel and Tony Geerheiser. The Red Cross obviously being a big part of that 9-11 story. And we found a way to get people to possibly pay it forward. So let's talk about this. We're having a blood drive. So Breeze, tell me why you said yes. Well, I was so excited when um, you guys reached out to me and, and and a little puzzled, frankly, because sometimes the art and American Red Cross is not a you know, it's not the thing you normally think about. But after you sat and explained to me what happened, then we started brainstorming, right? We came together and brainstormed, and one of the things the Red Cross does is blood drives and it's a huge part of what we do, we we supply 40% of the nation's blood. And so we need people to pay it forward and to come out and, and donate their blood. So Tony, you know the storyline from Come From Away. And yep. talk about why the need right now of giving is so great.
4: Well, right now, we're facing emergency shortage with our O-donors, A-neg, B-neg. So what that means is that we're supplying more products to the hospitals than we have in inventory. And so what we're trying to do is outreach to the community so that way we can provide life-saving blood. Um, and so that's where this partnership naturally is an opportunity to be able to help raise awareness for that need. And so what we're doing is we're having a blood drive on November 9th from 11 to 445 at the American Red Cross, um, Grand Rapids Chapter at 3886. Broadmoor Ave. And so we're super excited. We have an opportunity to see 55 people. So we need you to come out and help save lives.
0: So with that 55 people who donate, how many lives is that going to save?
4: Well, every single donation that somebody makes can save up to three lives. Wow. And so looking at that, we can save potentially 165 lives by coming out. It can take as little as 45 minutes by doing rapid pass. So take the opportunity to download the blood donor app, and do wrap it past the day of the blood drive to help save lives and save some time.
0: And this is obviously a great way for us to connect and really highlight and remind people that you exist all year round, not just during the show. We do. And, um, you know, this this storyline is particularly poignant um, because it's really help, people helping people. And that's what the American Red Cross does every single day. All right. Well, Breeze Edel and Tony Geerheiser, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, hopefully we'll see you at the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks pleasure. for having us. And we'll be right back.
3: Howdy, partner. Y'all ready to saddle up for a trip? I can't say no much about the West Coast, and I would never been to Florida. But if you're asking me the best darn destination in these here 50 states, shoot, I'd say it's Texas. You Yankees up there in West Michigan can get here quicker than a rattlesnake strike when you fly nonstop to Dallas, Austin, or Houston from Gerald R. Ford International Airport. Giddy up at flyford.org.
0: Also with us Patty McCormick, Executive Director from the Jason Kinsler Family First Foundation. And Patty, congratulations on your new role.
5: Thank you so much.
0: This is an organization that's been around for a decade here in West Michigan, but still I think that a lot of individuals may not know exactly what it is that the foundation
5: does. Share that with us if you yeah, could. Yeah, thanks for having me first of all. Um this is my first podcast, so I'm super excited. Yay. Um the Jason Kinsler Family First Foundation helps families, provides immediate financial assistance and support to families with minor children who've experienced the sudden loss of a primary caregiver. So the Family First Foundation is named after Jason Kinsler. Who was he? So many friends. So many people talk so highly of him. Healthy guy in his early 30s, young family, GVSU star athlete, worked at Mercantile Bank, Ran in the riverbank run and died unexpectedly, uh, just a little bit short of the finish line. Um, Left behind a family. Left behind a family with three young children who, um, Christy, thought about how she could honor his legacy and thought about having keeping families first. Jason was a family guy, always focused on his family. And she wanted families who found themselves unexpectedly facing loss to be able to focus on their grief rather than focusing on their financial situation, which changed overnight. Yeah. And that's part of the reason why we reached out
0: because- as we know, with the stories of nine eleven, a lot of families faced that situation. And so we thought, okay, this is a great way for us to spotlight what it is that the Family First Foundation does. And how many families
5: to date have you been able to help? We've helped over 200 families Wow, um, with an impact of over $850,000. And, you know... I I love the story of Come From Away because it is about providing hope. And that is what the Kinsler Foundation does. I mean, we are meeting these families at literally the worst time, the worst moments of their lives. And in that moment of tragedy and despair, we can offer them some hope, you know, some hope that there may be another side to this different time, um, hope that others care about them, which yeah. really is the story of Come From Away.
0: And throughout this this next week or so, you're going to share stories on Facebook. We're going to share them with our friends also on Facebook. But, you know, I think that for individuals who want to pay it forward,
5: in a sense, they can do that quite easily, right? Oh, for sure. Um, you know, we we help West Michigan families. So uh, you can go to org. And when you say help in financial help, what does that look like? Sure. Uh, that takes a number of different forms because it depends on what the family might need. Um, our families talk about turning from one day burying their loved one to the next day worrying about are they going to, how are they going to put groceries on the table? How might they pay that mortgage or rent bill when their primary earner is no longer with them? All in the midst of grieving and trying to care for young children who are also grieving.
0: And, the more that people can give, the more families you can really help.
5: Exactly. Um our our support is on a case by case basis, but okay. on average our support is about four thousand dollars a family um, to help them over the first couple of months. Again, people can get more information on the website. Yeah. KinslerFoundation.org. All right. Um, Yeah, or they can email me, Patty, at KinslerFoundation.org.
0: All right, Patty, thank you so much for sharing more about what it is that you're doing. And we appreciate you becoming a BGR partner. And thank you to our listeners as well. Come From Away runs November 8th through the 13th at DeVos Performance Hall. And as one of the main characters of the show says, it's not about the sadness of 9-11. It's about the goodness that came out of it. We challenge you to find new ways to be kind and pay it forward. We'll see you at the show. Our 2022-2023 lineup picks up with six in January, followed by Stomp, My Fair Lady, Hadestown, and Disney's Frozen. For ticket information, visit BroadwayGroundRapids.com and thanks for joining us for BGR's Backstage Buzz.